0: All right, everybody. Good evening. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Team Capsules, AFC West, and we are winding down the AFC. We've got two teams to go, and today, Wiz, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. The John Gruden, Mike Mayock era is over. What a complete disaster that ended up becoming. Uh, But it's on to Josh McDaniels and uh, Devontae Adams moving into Las Vegas, which should be a much more exciting year for the Las Vegas Raiders fans, Wiz.
1: Yeah, and I agree. You know, I think there's a lot of improvement coming up for Derek Carr in terms of fantasy football. Um, 4,800 yards with only 23 touchdowns is pretty hard to do. That's a lot of failure in the red zone. Here comes Josh McDaniels, the head coach, uh, who is a designer of some unbelievable red zone plays that the Patriots used for years. And Devontae Adams, who is one of the best route runners in the entire NFL, it's not the best route runner, who is so tricky with what he could do when they get inside the 10-yard line and in the red zone. Um, I'm expecting those numbers. Look, I'm not expecting Derek throw for 5,500 yards, but I am expecting that touchdown total to go up, which in my opinion – makes Derek Carr, along with his other three quarterback uh, opponents in the AFC West, you know, a top twelve quarterback. And uh, how do you see it? Do you see Derek Carr inside the top twelve? Do You see him close there? As you are you as high on him as I am?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I am as high on him as you are. Uh, this is a team that, that who from an offensive yardage standpoint was extremely productive this is not a great offensive line so that's one thing that does concern me um but but for, for, for a guy like you said through for 4,800 yards it's kind of astounding that he only had 23 touchdowns it's very hard to do that uh, I, I see great improvement as well in those numbers and I think Derek Carr could have that type of season in this division where there's going to be those high scoring affairs uh, who makes a significant impact in, uh, from a fantasy perspective, uh, much more than we've seen in the last few seasons. And again, like I said, offensively, this team ranked, I think, 11, 8, and 11 the last three seasons in terms of yardage. Uh, but inability to score has been a big problem. And then you bring a guy like Devontae Adams into the fold. Uh, we know they have some existing playmakers on this team. Uh, I, I think I think things are looking up in a, in a big way for Derek Carwiz.
1: Yeah, those totals in those AFC West games this year are, I think, going to be between 55 and 60 points. Um, Yeah, and now let's move to the running back situation. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I heard some stuff about Kenyon Drake. Now he's starting to get ready, and, you know, he's kind of like – you know, going to start being able to practice. And Josh Jacobs is a good football player in that offense. He drafted Zamir White. Uh, um, Brandon Bolden comes over from New England. Uh, so I'm wondering if they're going to use him in the mix. I'm sure he will be in some, uh, some fashion used. So I guess it, it really is Jacobs, right? Um, this is a player that He's a good player. He was used a little bit more in the passing game last year. Um, uh, You know, you want to have a running back and a good offense that you figure is going to be in the red zone often. That's the case. But are you completely sold on Josh Jacobs, or do you kind of feel he's safer as a running back to somewhere between 15 and 20?
0: Yeah. So also, Amir Abdullah is also currently on this roster. Another guy that can catch the ball. Uh, last year, Josh Jacobs caught fifty-four balls. I think there's no way he uh, he gets that number. Was there's absolutely no way? I I think that number drops probably could could drop even in half because I think I think Bolden will be on the field. Bolden was brought here for a reason. Uh, Josh McDaniels loves the player. Uh, they made big time usage of him last year with some of the uh, injuries to that they had in in, uh, in New England last year, right? With no uh, with no white, right? So, so I, I don't see I don't see Jacobs number one getting the amount of pass uh, catches or attempts that he had last year. And I think you see, you know, they 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 spent the draft pick on Zamir White. I think he kind of cuts in there. So, uh, it's a player that I'm gonna probably shy away from. Also, the fact that I think this team th- will throw the ball more, and this is not the same offensive line that Josh McDaniels had when he was in New England. So, I'm a Count me as a shy away from Josh Jacobs guy.
1: Hey, so when you say shy away, if he, you know, in a standard league, right, where most people draft two running backs, if he's your second running back, you're still cautious about that, or you're, are you okay with that, or you're, you're just going to completely take a pass on the player? Yeah, he, he's a,
0: he's a he's a third running back for me this year was.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Okay, um, I'll tell you who a player there is no doubts about. That's Devontae Adams. Um, unbelievable. Coming over to the Raiders now, his college teammate, Derek Carr. Um, look, is it going to take them a little bit of time to get to the rapport that Rodgers and Adams had? Uh, of course. But I'm not moving Devontae Adams out of the top 10 and wide receiver <laughs> positions just because he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. Uh, he's a great player. Um, so I like Devontae Adams. The question is, how how much of a drop in fantasy football? Like he was he was the number one wide receiver, I think, in most people's view. You took him in a snake draft with the overall fourth pick in last year's draft, I believe. Um, clearly, wide receiver one. Tell me, in your mind, is he moved back a little bit uh, inside the top ten, or uh, you think it's even more drastic than that?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, he's he's probably still top five for me. I, I just think the fact. Him and Derek Carr, I think that connection from college and they're very excited to to get, get busy in, in Las Vegas. Uh, I think if you d- drop him down too much, I think that is a mistake in my eyes, Wiz.
1: It certainly is. And uh, Hunter Renfro, we, we were talking about this, you know, the year he was, you, you know, his rookie year and the usage, he wasn't being played. I think he's the best slot wide receiver. I think he's the best slot receiver in the NFL. And that's only going to become more apparent as his career moves on. What a perfect situation with Devonte Adams and, and Waller who we'll get to in a second. But, um, I don't know what's not to like about Hunter Renfro. Now with Waller and Adams playing a full season, um, is he going to catch a hundred passes? Probably not. But, uh, I think he's a rock solid wide receiver. Uh, certainly, you know, wide receiver anywhere between two and three, depending on how much you like the player in the situation. But, uh, Give us your views on Hunter Renfro coming into this
0: year. Yeah, yeah, look, Josh McDaniels had experience with a number of these slot guys over the course of his career, right? Edelman, Wes Welker, Troy Brown, all very effective in these in this offense, right? So why should it be any difference with Hunter Renfro? Do he catch? Does he catch 103 balls? No, uh, 17 game season, five catches a game, 85 catches. Yeah, I, I can see that easily being done again. Uh, I have no reservations about Hunter Renfro. I think he probably should be in number two slash number three receiver on on almost everybody's fantasy radar. That's the way I look at it. I don't see the big drop-off there. Uh, And like I said, we talked about Adams. The other guys here, who's going to make any noise? Edwards is gone. Obviously, Henry Ruggs was a complete disaster, uh, now incarcerated. Uh, But they have Hollins, who brought in from Miami. They have Demarcus Robinson, who brought in from Kansas City. And Keelan Cole, who was with the Jets last year. Someone's going to have to play the third fiddle uh, in this offense. And in barring an injury, one of those guys could actually make an impact uh, from a fantasy perspective as well, was I'm not sure which of those three guys you think can do it. I'm kind of indifferent as we sit here right now, I'd, I'd like to kind of see how things kind of play out and who that third receiver is. But but I have no reservations about Hunter Renfro.
1: Yeah, I like Demarcus Robinson as a player I always had. I think it's going to take an injury for any of those other guys to become fantasy relevant, partially because of how much Renfro and Adams are going to play. But more importantly, I think it's because the Raiders are going to play Uh, with a lot of 12 personnel and they should play with a lot of 12 personnel because not only is Darren Waller one of the best tight ends in the league, Foster Moreau is the best backup tight end in the league. He'd be a guy that if Waller got hurt, he'd be a top 10 guy in my opinion himself. And, um, I'm looking at this Raider offense, and I'm wondering if Josh McDaniel doesn't have visions of that Patriot offense that was unstoppable, where Devontae Adams having that Randy Moss role, Hunter Renfro having that Wes Welker role, and, and Foster Moreau and Darren Waller having the Gronk uh, Hernandez roles, <clears throat> and it makes a lot of sense to use that kind of personnel and and kind of play Hunter Moreau as uh, on the line of scrimmage and creating mismatches for Darren Waller. But I think if you draft Darren Waller, forget about drafting another tight end, just draft Foster Moreau and with your last pick, no one's going to take him and you have a guy, if something happens to Waller uh, as a top 10 guy himself. So not only am I high on, on Waller, I'm very high on Foster Moreau as well. And, uh, Loving that entire situation for the Raiders. Talk a little bit about what you think about those two tight ends.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and the fact that this offensive line is not that strong, you could see McDaniel want to bring some more help along on the line with, with two tight ends on there. I, I, the, I guess the player, I, if you ask me which player I'm most concerned about on this Raider team in terms of production, it would be Darren Waller uh, just because of the, of the fall off that he had last year. Now he was dealing with an injury. Um, but I just don't expect him with Devontae Adams to to be that kind of number one receiver uh, that he kind of turned into, really, over the last couple of seasons. So I, I, I... That being said, I still think Darren Waller is a tight end one, of course. Uh, I agree completely what you said about backing him up with uh, Moreau. It makes perfect sense. It's a very cheap way to do it. Um, But I think there's some risk that that from a production standpoint, even though a number one tight end, a a bit of a slip back, I think, for Darren Waller. uh, This is a player that got a very late start in his career. So he's a little older than than most guys uh, because he was dealing with some addiction issues early on in his career.
1: Daniel Carlson was dynamite for the Raiders as kicker. He was tremendous. Why did, did your Vikings gets- cut
0: that guy, Wiz?
1: Well, obviously, they don't know what they're doing. They, they, they haven't had a good field goal kicker since Gary Anderson. <laughs> but he was dynamite last year in a good offense where they kick long field goals. He's certainly a kicker that you should take in in all formats inside the top 10. I'm going to tell you something about the Raiders. I know their defense has been kind of a laughing stock, but I don't mind if you could find a game or two where they're going to be leading the game or you feel they're going to be in control of games. And they have Max Crosby and now they have Chandler Jones. Those two guys know how to wreck games and, uh, I don't know. I think if you get them in situations where you think there are going to be a game here or a game there, that they're going to be having a lead in the second half – you can roll up a lot of sacks for those two players. Now, are they a defense that you want to start week in, week out? Obviously, not going up against the Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs six times. But I think there's a case that you could make a spot start here or there for the Raiders with those two elite pass rushers.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that completely. They are—they—they they are probably going to be a streaming dream at times. Uh, you know, for the reasons that you just articulated. Right? Tough, tough division schedule, but they get a few patsies at home, uh, and and those two guys, <laughs> uh, they, those two guys can do a lot lot of damage without without a question.
1: All righty. I think that's as far as I'm concerned. That's a wrap on the Raiders, unless anything else you want to add?
0: Nope. That is it. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We're about to wrap up the AFC with the final team of the AFC West, and that is going to be the LA Chargers. Uh, we are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribing. Fine job as always, Wiz, and look forward to catching up on those Los Angeles Chargers.
1: You got it.